Bibles, Luke chapter 2, and we'll look today at verses 15 to 20. Luke chapter 2, verses 15 to 20. And I'm finishing a series that I began just three weeks ago. I began a series called Celebrate Christmas. And so today we're going to talk about this idea, celebrate joy. How we can have joy in every circumstance and situation. How we can end this year with joy and how we can begin 2018 with joy. But I want you to know this morning and I want you to remember that there is no joy apart from Jesus Christ. I'm going to say that again. There is no joy, no true, lasting, fulfilling joy apart from Jesus Christ. There may be momentary glimpses of of fleeting happiness, but joy and fulfillment come only from, from being right with God, and that comes only through a relationship with God in Jesus Christ. Men have sought and tried to find joy in many various places. They've pursued joy in every avenue imaginable. Some, some, some have, have successfully found joy, but most have failed to find joy. And perhaps it might be easier to describe where joy cannot be found. Joy cannot be found in unbelief. There was a man named Voltaire, and he was an infidel and one of the most pronounced atheists that ever lived. And on his deathbed, he said, I wish I had never been born. Joy is not found in pleasure. Lord Byron lived a life of pleasure, if anyone ever did. And he wrote, the worm, the canker, and grief are mine alone. Joy is not found in money. There was a man named Jay Gold, American millionaire. He had plenty of money, but when he was dying, he said this, I suppose that I am the most miserable man on the face of the earth. Joy is not found in position or fame. Lord Beaconsfield enjoyed more than his share of both position and fame. And he said, youth is a mistake. Manhood is a struggle. Old age is a regret. Joy is not found in military glory. Alexander the Great had conquered the known world. He, having done so, wept in his tent and said that now there are no more worlds to conquer. He felt empty and unfulfilled. Where is real joy found? It's not found in prestige or prominence. It's not found in wealth or fame. It's not found in fortune. Real, true joy is found only in Jesus Christ. And when we have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, no matter our circumstance or situation, no matter the problems or the, or the, the, the joys that come our way, we can have a sense of fulfillment and peace in Jesus Christ. I want you to understand, joy is not a fleeting emotion or a shallow feeling. Joy is not some passing disposition. Joy, here's a good definition, joy is the belief and understanding that no matter what happens in this life, I can rest in the fact that Jesus Christ is in control. No matter what happens in this life, I can rest in the fact that Jesus Christ is in control. Let's see the joy expressed in Luke chapter 2, verses 15 to 20, surrounding the birth of the Lord Jesus. Luke chapter 2, we'll read verses 15 through 20. When the angels went away from them into the heavens, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened that the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered 
at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they'd heard and seen, as it had been told them. Remember this morning the powers and the perfect Word of God. You'll notice Luke chapter 2 is one of the most famous and popular passages regarding Christmas and the birth of Jesus Christ. In fact, this probably is the number one section of Scripture referred to during Christmas time. But today, I want you to notice the reaction to the birth of the Savior. We, we talked last week about the birth of Christ and how important and essential that is. Today, I want to look at the reaction, how joy spread to various people and places as a result of the birth of Jesus Christ, how Jesus brings joy and how it's expressed in our lives and in our hearts. First of all, I want you to know joy is expressed in our actions. Joy is expressed in our actions. What, what's inside of our hearts eventually will show up in our actions, in the way we act, the things we do. Joy is expressed in our actions. I, I see this in relationship to the shepherds. You know, the Bible tells us the angels appeared in the heavens. They announced the birth of the Savior. A heavenly host appeared to the shepherds. And what did the shepherds do? They responded. They acted on what they heard. Look at how they responded. How did they? Look at what they did. I want you to notice, verse 15, verse 16, verse 17, there are so many action verbs related to the shepherds. After they heard the birth of Messiah... There's so many action verbs. If you read the text, you'll notice in verse 15, they said. In verse 15, let us go. In verse 15, let us see. In verse 16, they went. Verse 16, they found. Verse 17, they saw it. Verse 17, they made known. Verse 20, they returned. Verse 20, they were glorifying God. Verse 20, they were praising God. What happened? When you have the joy of the Lord inside of you, it always results in a changed way of life. When you have the joy of Jesus, it's expressed in the way you live. It is expressed in your actions, in the things that you do. I heard about a man who was uh, depressed. A fellow was about to jump off a bridge. An alert police officer walked right by at that very moment. And the police officer reached out and grabbed the man's shoulder and said, Sir, what are you about to do? He said, Man, life is not worth living. I'm done. I'm about to jump off this bridge. I'm going to end it all. I have nothing to live for. Police officer said, that, that can't be true. Look, let me just sit here with you for a moment. Before you jump, let's just talk. Tell me about what's going on. He began to tell him about how he'd lost all of his money and he'd lost his girl and his kids didn't want to talk to him. For 30 minutes, this man began to express to the police officer why life wasn't worth living. At the end of that moment, police officer grabbed his hand and then both of them jumped off the bridge. You ever been around a depressed, discouraged person? You ever noticed how when you're depressed or discouraged or distressed, that can tend to spread to other people? You ever notice that? Like when you're around somebody that's down and that's gloomy all the time, when you get in their presence, guess what you are? You're down and gloomy all the time. Just like grief and despair can spread, I want you to understand that joy is contagious as well. That joy can spread, that you can have the joy of Jesus. And when you're around somebody that's joyful in their actions, guess what? You become joyful 
as well. I'm amazed as I watch people in the church, and I watch certain people encounter tragedy and heartache and difficulty, and they always, no matter what's happening, they always have the joy of the Lord and a smile on their face. You ever notice somebody like that? Doesn't matter what they go through, doesn't matter the hardships they faced, they have the joy of Jesus, and when you're around them, you can see that joy. And then I've seen other people who encounter circumstances that are similar, and it defeats them. They're discouraged, they're they're down, and they're despondent. What's the difference? The difference is whether or not we have the joy of the Lord inside of us and how we act when life comes our way and difficulties come our way. Joy is expressed in our actions. Secondly, joy is expressed in our words. In our words, the Bible tells us this: the joy of the shepherds, The joy that they experienced, the joy that they expressed, we see it in the things that they said. Now, the Bible tells us here, they made known the saying that had been told them. What had been told them? If you look back just a few verses at verse 10, 11, and 12, you'll see the shepherds were given an announcement. Luke chapter 2, verse 10. The angel said to them, fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that shall be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You'll find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. What had been expressed to the shepherds? That a Savior had come. Christ the Lord Jesus was born. The joy then is expressed in what they say. What they do. They made known the saying that had been told them. That's what the Bible tells us in verse 17. The shepherds were joyful at the announcement of Jesus, and as a result, they told others about Jesus. Now, I want to ask you a real simple question. Have you met Jesus? If you've met Jesus, then your life ought to be characterized by joy, and it ought to be expressed by the way you speak and the things that you say, your attitude and your actions. If you've truly met Jesus, you ought to be a joyful person, and it's going to be expressed by the way you talk. What did the shepherds do? Man, they were given this great announcement, this great light shines in the heavens, and they see the angels proclaiming the birth of Christ, and what did they do? They didn't run in fear. They didn't cower in a corner. They began to let others know Jesus Christ is born this day in the city of David. This is not another simple, ordinary birth. This is the Savior of the world who's come to set men free. That's what they did. And the Bible says they made known what was told to them. You know, words have significance. Listen to me now. The way you talk reveals what's in your heart. The old preacher says what's in the well comes up in the bucket. You ever said something that you probably shouldn't have said or you didn't mean to say, and you said, man, I have no idea where that came from. I'm going to tell you where it came from. It came from right here in your heart. You ever done that before? It came from right here in your heart. Because when you have the joy of the Lord inside of you, when you walk and live in a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, that joy is going to be expressed by the things you say. If you notice someone who's always frustrated, always complaining, and is always negative, I promise you this is a person who lacks joy. If you notice someone who's always grateful, always positive, I promise you that's a person that has joy. Joy expresses itself in the things that we say and the way that we live. 
heard about a man who walked by four guys, three guys playing cards, and three guys were playing cards with a dog. And that dog had cards in his hands, and he was playing cards with all these guys. They were playing poker. You ever seen the pictures of the dogs playing poker? Well, these guys had a real living dog, and he was playing poker with all. And then this, this guy walked by, and he said, I tell you what, that's got to be one smart dog. One of them spoke up and said, he ain't that smart. Every time he gets a good hand, he wags his tail. <laughs> if you ever see a dog playing poker, you need to let me know, okay? Take a picture and send it to him. Joy will be expressed by the way we act, the things we think, say, and do. Can I just tell you this morning, if you have joy, others will know. You want to know if you're a joyful person? Ask your spouse. Ask your kids. Ask your best friends. You want to know if you're a joyful person? Ask the folks in your life group. Or just walk down the hall and see how many people walk towards you or how many people run away. You see, joy is going to be expressed by the things we think, say, and do. Notice this now. If I spent a day observing you, would I be able to say, man, that's a joyful person. Bad things happen, difficult circumstances come, but there's joy in their heart because of Jesus. You know, joy is not based on your circumstance or situation. It's based on your standing with God. That's what matters. Joy is expressed in our actions. Joy is expressed in our words. Joy is expressed in our thoughts. Notice number three. Joy is expressed in our thoughts. The Bible tells us that those who heard the words of the shepherd wondered at what the shepherds told them. Look at that now. They were amazed at what they heard. They thought about it. They contemplated it. They wondered. When's the last time we wondered and we were amazed at something? They experienced this newfound joy of the Christ child. You know what it means to wonder. Think about what you've heard. When you wonder about something, you think about it. It matters to you. It's significant. You mull it over in your mind. The joy of the shepherds is expressed in their actions. It's expressed in their words. It's expressed in the thoughts. Notice the Bible says, as others heard what the shepherds said, they began to think and wonder. When's the last time you were amazed by Jesus? Listen now. We celebrate Christmas every year, and a new year comes right after that. We open our Bibles and we're stale and we're cold. It's shallow. It doesn't move us. We come to church on Sundays and we sing songs about the blood and we sing about the Lord Jesus and we open the Bible and we hear a message. But when's the last time you got in the presence of Jesus and were in awe and wonder at the God who loved you so much he sent his only son? When's the last time it amazed you and it was profound that God would love someone like you, like me? Every moment we ought to be in wonder and amazement that the God who knows me best loves me the most. The Bible says they, they wonder. Joy is expressed in our thoughts. I read a, a bumper sticker the other day. It said, I can read your mind and you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Wouldn't we all be ashamed if others could read our mind? Yes. Proverbs 23 and verse 7. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You hear that? 
As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Our thoughts are who we really are. That's why we need to meditate on the Word of God, ponder the love and the grace of the Lord Jesus, be in awe and wonder of who God is. Joy in our thoughts come when Christ is the center of all we do. He's our focus. He's on our minds. Joy is expressed in our actions, our words, our thoughts. Joy is expressed in our hearts. In our hearts. We see this in verse 19. We see the reaction of Mary. The Bible tells us here, Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. Heart is the seat of the emotions. The heart is where we experience joy. The Bible says, let the Word of God dwell in you richly. The Bible talks about Christ dwelling in our hearts, filling our hearts, filling our souls. How unique and important is it in verse 19 to see the reaction of Mary? No doubt she was scared. No doubt she was afraid. No doubt she was worried about the future. What does this look like? But notice what the Bible says. The Bible says she treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. The word treasured means to preserve, to keep close. It gives the idea of something very valuable, something very sacred, something essential, something that's important. Listen carefully. The things that we treasure most in life shouldn't be things. And here, what is Mary doing? She's treasuring up what the angels told her. You will have a son. He'll be the savior of the world. She's amazed. She's in awe and wonder. And this joy is expressed deep down inside in her heart. She's in awe and wonder. Notice this. The Bible says she treasured up all these things, and it also says pondering them. Pondering them in her heart. That word ponder literally means to discuss, to consider, or meet with. So if you've ever had a conversation with yourself, you've been pondering, right? Some of you think if somebody's talking to themselves, that means they're crazy. Maybe they're just pondering. Maybe they're just thinking real hard. Mary began to talk to herself to think about this. That's what it means to have a conversation. Have you ever had a conversation with yourself? That's exactly what Mary did concerning all of this. How can I have a son? I've never been with a man. I'm not married. What will Joseph think? All of these things begin to go through her mind, but the Bible says she treasured them up in her heart. This joy is expressed in her heart. True joy comes from the seat of the emotion, from the heart. The joy that God puts in our hearts in our relationship with Jesus Christ. You know what the Bible says in Proverbs 15, 13? A joyful heart makes a cheerful face. But when the heart is sad, the spirit is broken. A joyful heart makes a cheerful face. So if some of you, if you have a relationship with Jesus and you've got joy in your heart, you need to notify your face. You need to walk and live with joy. You need to experience the joy of Jesus. Many of you, just a week or so ago, watched the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Does anybody have the, the Christmas tradition of watching Charlie Brown? Does anybody do that? Yeah. We got a Charlie Brown Christmas special. You know what Linus says to Charlie toward uh, in the in the movie? Listen to Charlie Brown's having trouble getting into the Christmas spirit. So Linus says, Charlie Brown, you're the only person I know that can take a wonderful season like Christmas and turn it into a problem. Now think about that. 
How often do we do that? Unfortunately, many Christians have the same problem that Charlie Brown had. How, how can we take a wonderful thing like Christmas and turn it into a problem? Let me get a little bit more specific. How can we take a wonderful thing like church on Sunday and turn it into a problem? Oh, okay, not you, but maybe somebody on your row, maybe somebody sitting next to you, somebody across the worship center. We come and something doesn't act right or somebody doesn't talk to me or God helps somebody sits in my seat and all of a sudden... I didn't come to church to worship the Lord. I've taken this wonderful thing and I've walked away bitter and cold and angry and resentful because I've taken something good and I've turned it into a problem. If you've got the joy of Jesus in your heart, listen carefully, you'll walk around amazed that God has been good to you and not so much worried about who says hello or who doesn't. Not so much worried about where you sit or where you don't or who parks in your space. Not so much worried about it's cold outside or it's raining, but I've got the joy of Jesus. And when I celebrate Christmas, when I come to church, I am going to express the joy that is in my heart. And it's going to show up in the way I live, the way I act, and the way I talk. Sadly, we take the blessings that God has given us far too often and turn them into problems. You don't believe that? Just watch how often your children will fuss over the new toys they got for Christmas. It's nonstop. Makes me want to say, just give it all back, we'll send it to the North Pole, right? We do the very same thing. The blessings that God has given us, we turn into problems, to frustrations, and to complaints. Joy is expressed in our hearts. When you encounter the joy that comes from knowing Jesus, you might not can explain it, but you know you've experienced it. It makes a difference, no matter what circumstance or situation you find yourself. See, every part of who you are is, is completely and totally radically affected when you encounter Jesus. Joy affects who you are from the inside out. Your words, your thoughts, your actions. See, let me, let me bring this home. Are you a joyful person? Do you live, walk, talk, think joyfully? Are you joyful or are you bitter? Are you joyful or are you angry? Are you joyful or are you always in despair and despondent? Are you joyful or are you distressed? The truth is, a relationship with God through Jesus Christ brings joy. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit, a hallmark of a believer. We will have joy if we know Jesus. So here, here's what it means. If you're here today, and it's been a long time since you've had joy in your heart, there are one of two things happening. Either one, you don't have a relationship with God, and you need to know Jesus today. There's no source of joy. You're depending on your circumstances, and you'll always be disappointed. So one, you don't know Christ, and you need to know Him. Or, if you're here today and you don't have the joy of Jesus in your heart, it's because you know Him and you've walked far away from Him and you're living in disobedience. Both of those situations, both require repentance. 
You either need to come to know Jesus today so you can have the joy of the Lord inside of you. Listen, the Bible says it's like a spring, it's like a well, it's like a fountain that wells up within you. God produces that. It's not based on your circumstance. Or there's been a time in your life where you've trusted in Christ, but you've been walking in sin for so long, you're absolutely miserable. And you need to come back to Him today. You see, how dare we take the gifts that God has given us, the wonderful, amazing, miraculous gifts that He's given to us, and turn them into complaints and frustrations and problems. Christians of all people ought to be the most joyful people on the face of the earth. Because God looked at us and did not say, earn your way to heaven, be good enough to get here. God looked at us and said, guess what? I'm going to, I'm going to provide for you a way because you can't make it on your own. That is what God did for us at Christmas. We have a reason to rejoice. We have a reason to praise. We have a reason to lift up the name of Jesus. We have a reason to smile. We have a reason to be grateful. We have a reason to be thankful. We ought to be the most joyful people on the face of the earth. And so we need to, we need to recognize joy is expressed in our words, our thoughts, our actions, our deeds, and our heart. Am I living a life of joy?